I Got the Hell Out does and will always contain explicit language, adult content, and socially unacceptable topics that will not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners use their earbuds at work. And hey everyone, if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. Would also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. Follow us on Twitter at Was In A Cult, on Facebook at I Got The Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got The Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at IGotTheHellOut.com. We hope you enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, I'm Laura. And I'm Debbie, and we hope you're doing good out there today. And this is an episode of... I got the hell out. Hey, Debbie, what is going on? Um, I'm looking for assassin snails. <laughs> what? Assassin snails? Assassin, as if you're going to assassinate. A snail. A, s- a snail. What, wait, what are you talking about? Okay, I have a fish tank that um, me and my son run together, and it's we bought a live plant, and okay. it, it was infested with snails, and we didn't know it. And a snail infestation in a freshwater tank, they take over, they eat everything, they make a lot of mess. Okay, so you need someone to come in and kill the snails. It, it, well, you can buy a snail trap, and we did make our own, um, but they didn't work very well, and we're starting to get overrun with snails. So he did his research and found out you can buy these things called assassin snails. So it's an actual snail? Yes. does the killing? Yes. <laughs> it goes and eats the pesty, pesty ones. And um, if there's no snails for it to eat, it will eat um, the leftover fish food that falls to the bottom and things. My only problem is you you can only get them like on Amazon or through these online services. They don't sell them around here. I can't imagine why they don't sell assassin snails. I don't either. Say that like three times fast. Assassin snails, assassin (laughs) snails, assassin snails. (laughs) Anyway, the the snails are only $2.95 a piece. Okay. So what's the problem? The shipping is $17. What? For a snail? Well, it's a live object. Oh, my God. So um, if anybody out there in the Pittsburgh or surrounding area either orders live... Assassin snails? Well, no, live fish. They can add an assassin <laughs> Who's snail. Who's going to order a live fish from Amazon? I'm sorry. My ex-husband used to. We had the most Well, you beautiful... said he was a dipshit. Well, he was a... Well, he's not a dipshit. <laughs> he was a dickhead. The big difference there... Um, but no, we had the most beautiful saltwater tanks. I, I came home one day to him, like I had the sawzall and he was like literally sawing a hole in the middle of my living room wall. And I'm screaming, what are you doing? And he just looked at me and here he had built a, a tank stand in, in the closet behind there. That's and, actually pretty cool. And he, ha- it, it was beautiful. He had a, I actually have a picture of the one when I was in the cult. Oh, can we post that? We can, but I'll have to go home and find it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Anyway, yeah, and then after you put the fish tank behind the wall, then you just frame it in. It, oh, with, that sounds really cool. Yeah, it was really, really cool. Did you have an assassin snail in that tank? No, it was salt water. It was a salt water <laughs> tank. This is different. I have a freshwater tank. Okay. Um, but I can't see spending $20 for a snail. So anybody in the Pittsburgh area, if you know where I can locally get some assassin snails, or if you order stuff, um, like, you know, I would pay what, you. What about Prime? What about Amazon Prime with free shipping? I don't have Amazon Prime. I do. Oh, my God. Can I use your Amazon Prime? If 
Well, yeah. I mean, it would be free shipping, right? I would suppose so. Oh, we'll have to look into that. Well, it's it's shipping a live animal, so I don't oh, know if Amazon not. Prime covers that or not. But what, you know what? We'll look into that later, guys, and let you know on our um, Culty Corrections and Updates episode um, next time next we're time. together. Okay. I'll, we'll find out if you can use... Amazon Prime to for order assassin snails a, to order assassin snails and you can get them for three dollars a piece. All right, and I'm sure the social media is just going to blow up on this one, right? I'm going to be the reason <laughs> that no one can find assassin snails anywhere because everybody's going to be like, "Oh my god, I want assassin snails. They just sound too <laughs> too cool." Oh my god. So how was your week? Oh my god, you know what? I am so damn tired. My daughter and I stayed up till I don't even know what time watching the Olympics. Was it fine? Oh, it was awesome. Oh my god, this kid that doesn't even shave yet won the gold medal in the snowboard nice he's 17 years old like this kid he looks like he's 10 but oh my god he nailed it it was unbelievable we were on the edge of the couch like it was like a relative of ours it was awesome was your daughter wishing he was just a little bit older type deal no she was just shaking her head like i'm the same age what is he doing that's right she had a birthday i forgot she's the same age as him she, yep yep she's 17 and she was just like oh my god and she went skiing today and she's just like, I can't even imagine doing the stuff that he was doing. On, no. Like snow. You know, just, she's like, I can't even imagine. Oh, he was probably on the slopes since, you know, he could walk. Oh, but they were, they were showing like home, like home video. Yeah. And they had all this like makeshift stuff in his yard. It was, it was so cool. It was like, he was like doing all this snowboarding crap in his yard. It was amazing. But yeah, it was like 17, won the gold and... He was swearing, though. It was hysterical. They didn't cut him out. It was great. Wow. He was like, holy shit. Yeah. But you know what? You're 17. You win a gold. You get to say what you want on TV. I, Sorry. I, I hope somebody bought him a beer. You know, I mean, seriously. I mean, the, the rules we make in society just don't even get me started on that one. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because some of them are so stupid. I mean, literally. I... I break as many laws as I can that are stupid ones. Like, you know, such as, please, in case there's like law enforcement listening. Well, a sign that says <laughs> do not touch and I have a picture that I will show you. It says it's a, it's a little plaque. It says do not touch and I just literally put my finger on and it. Take a picture and smile. Yeah, pretty much. Why? Why can't I touch this? I don't know. It's a little plastic sign. I'm not going to hurt it. I got nothing for you. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So, you know what? We need to give a big shout-out and a big congratulations to Justin from uh, the Peripheral and Generation Y. He was actually on A Crime to Remember on Discovery ID. He was no way. on TV. Yes. Wow. That yes. is so big. Congratulations, Justin. Congratulations, Justin. And he is always going to be, like, really special to us because... He gave us our first interview. Yes, yes. And and we had no idea what we were doing. I think it took us a half an hour to even like figure out how he could how to get the Skype on there. Oh, that was hysterical. That and was so funny. He's like, Well, just call me back and we'll figure this out. Yes. That yes, was hysterical. Yes, yes. And then also we're gonna give a shout out to another Pittsburgh podcast. It's called An Eye for an Eye. And it says they're trying not to scream as we answer the age-old question, does the punishment fit the crime? Nice. So we are supposed to do, so we're going to meet up with them and do some kind of collaboration, but that's going to be kind of funny because between the four of us, we have two microphones. We've just got it so together. 
We have more headphones than microphones. At least we're not sharing headphones. Can you imagine having it open as big as it would go and our heads jammed together? We should take a picture oh like that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, yeah, we are going to do some kind of collaboration, but, you know, who knows when the hell it'll be. But we just wanted to give them a shout out and say, yes, we do want to do something with you guys. And um, I do have a couple of shout outs today. I would like to give one of the newest members of our Facebook group, I Got the Hell Out, um, Stuart H. Hey, Stuart. Hi, Stuart. Thank you so much for starting a discussion on um, whether or not anybody was in a cult like you were. Um, it's been entertaining. I love hearing other people's stories. And I invite everybody who's listening to join the Facebook group. And yeah, and basically anything that refers to a cult in any way, shape, or form... You know, just post your question, your comment, and we'll... Well, they can ask us about Kool-Aid, too. Well, they can ask anything. What I'm saying is we'll approve it. As long as it has something to do with the cult, we're going to approve just about anything. It doesn't even have to be about the cult. I okay, mean, well, then screw anything. Whatever you want to do. Post we'll anything it. you want, and if we don't like it, we just won't answer it. So don't be creepy. <laughs> don't be creepy. Is it like No creepers. No creepers. Um, and I'd also like to give a shout-out today to... Sloppy Joe's, especially the Manwich brand. Oh my God, Laura, they wow. were just so freaking good. I was so hungry when I got here and um, we made them for dinner the other night. And I was so excited to have leftover leftover Manwich. Yep. My dog even liked it. I, I had to share with Pippi. I, I did. I had to share with the Pipsters. Okay. Can we we're just moving. talk about... We're moving... The- we need to talk about how many different wait, listeners in different wait a countries. Minute. What? You don't listen. You're not watching the hands. I'm not watching anything. I'm drinking my drink. We are moving on to culty corrections and We've updates. We've been on that. We've been updating. What the hell no, are you about? we no. We're on to the third aspect here. <laughs> I mean, you have a clipboard in front of you. <laughs> I do have a clipboard. <laughs> Not only do you have a clipboard, you're looking at it, and I'm <laughs> pointing at mine. I know, but you know what? There's so much crap written on here, because we're trying to be professional that like, I can't remember what we said and what we didn't say. Exactly. So anyway, we're on to culty corrections and updates. Um, I'd like to apologize for me sounding like a tin can um, last week or last episode. Um, I'm My voice is louder than Laura's, and we I... We tried to adjust the microphone, and it just didn't work. Exactly, because we only have one microphone between the two of us, so <laughs> hopefully someday we'll have another microphone. Oh, you know what? There's something I wanted to ask you about this update. Last episode, you were talking about sending away for a picture about a Valentine. Remember they said something about, in the book, about if there's a picture, if you don't know what a heart looks like, send away, we'll send you a picture. Of a walnut. Of whatever. A black walnut. Did you send away for it? Oh, God, no. I got better things to do in life than that. Can't you have someone do it for you? Don't you have, like, people that can do it? People. (laughs) We we have our assistant, Marie, over here, who's practicing being quiet again. Well, get her ass on the job. Tell her to send away. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, I don't have any correct, other corrections or updates that I can think of. I have not found out if the leader um, has a time machine. Oh, my God. That's another thing. I, I don't know if he sits and meditates and goes backwards. And I, I don't know. Is there any way you can find out if he has a time machine? Because that would just be fantastic. I I don't know. There's no longer, you know, longer even allowed to take photographs there. So uh, even if he had one, it would be under lock and key. Well, what about your insider that's in there? Um, she doesn't talk to her daughter, but maybe every couple of weeks, once a month. 
um, I guess when the husband leaves, oh gosh, she's yeah. able to make a phone call to say hi, mom. Kind of like I did when, with my mom. My, gotcha. I know okay. I, I couldn't send my mom on the wayside. Screw you, people. Okay. So, um, anyway, you have some exciting news for us. Yes, we finally hit three thousand downloads. We are actually at three thousand thirteen. Nice. Which is that gives me the chills. That is unbelievable. I mean, we've only had, this is what, this is episode eight, so we've only had we've, six, six episodes out. So we've and, had six episodes and out. And we're dropping episode seven tonight. Tonight, yes. right. So 3,000 downloads for six episodes. Oh my God. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much, everybody, everybody, everybody. And, um, and Laura's, well, wait a minute. Speak wait about minute. where everybody is. Wait a minute here. Wow. I don't have access to the information you do because you run all the computerish stuff. I try stuff. to. Um, but you blew my freaking mind when I went on to look at our statistics and I clicked on this little thing called charts and I wasn't even sure what it was. And then I saw that, um, not only are we in the United States, but where else are we? We are in Canada and we are in the United Kingdom and we have nine downloads from Australia. Nice. Hi, Australia. Oh, by the way, um... Australia, I, I I don't even remember what episode it was, but I guess I was talking about all of the people that I've met. Yeah, and you said some were from Australia. Uh, the nicest family from Australia. So Maybe they're listening. Hey. Uh, hey, Australia, if you can find that family, and um, <laughs> I would be forever indebted to you all. I'll send you a prize. But let's see if we can find the Australian family that traveled to the United States what year was it? Holy crap. Oh, it had to have been the early 90s. Mid-90s, maybe. Okay. But yeah, ask your friends and family, Australia, if they've ever <laughs> All been... All of Australia, go ahead. Sure. <laughs> yeah, this will work just fine. Hey, find the, find the cult members in Australia. They went to the United States in the mid-90s mid, mid -90s okay. to attend a, a religious festival. And that's, I'm sure that'll narrow it down. Hey, you could be the lucky one who wins a prize out there, Australia. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, they'll win what, an assassin snail. No, they're going to get a signed tampon because I have 3,000 of them. <laughs> for what, saving for the end of days or whatever? Well, yeah, I mean, you couldn't exactly have, you couldn't calculate all the toilet paper. You couldn't calculate the numbers of toothpaste that you're going to So you need. needed to, like, stock up on tampons. Well, different people stocked up on different things. Okay. And, you know, I was stocking up on tampons and banking on the fact of it's the end of the world, but you're still going to bleed. Well, you know? I guess you are. And, you know, hey, Susie, I, I, I got a handful of tampons. Can I have that loaf of bread? <laughs> you know? I, <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> so I will never again buy a tampon in my entire life. <laughs> I have given away garbage bags oh of them. Oh, my God. Oh my God! Did you have like a whole like room full of like like just stocked like from like floor to ceiling? We had tampons a we had a what? we had a trailer on our property of tampons. No, not of just tampons. Well, of... you made it sound like it's like a damn trailer of tampons. Well, you, I kept different things different places. Okay. Like I told you, I had them big buckets, those three gallon buckets packed with, you know, stolen ketchup packets. Oh, well, they that's right. They that's weren't exactly right. stolen. I bought a small fry, and took, but it took like ten ketchup packets. Uh, Come on, it was more like 20 or 30 Like at an time. old lady stealing yeah. stuff in the restaurant. Yep, yep, yep. Little butter packets and saltine crackers. Yes, I, I was going to be able to trade. I was, I really was. So, anyway. <laughs> um, 
we were being really lazy this week. We had a lot of other things that we had to do and stuff. Um, so there is no real winner of the Kool-Aid contest. It's like the lazy Kool-Aid. Um, personally, I didn't go with the fancy drinks when I was in the cult. My kids drank the Kool-Aid and mommy just bought vodka. Okay. <laughs> and black cherry and vodka, That's that, that was my drink of choice. So that's what we're nominating for today. That's what we have for today. And I did try some of it, but... Since, like, my anxiety is through the roof, I am having tonic water and Swedish fish vodka. Well, I've just... Don't knock it. It's pretty damn good. I, I was going to ask if I could taste it, but um, I, I have a couple of beers here, I think, and after I finish... We're just hitting the whole gamut of alcohol here. It's been a shitstorm of a week. <laughs> I, I mean, I wish I could tell you the things that are happening in my life, but they are really personal um, some of them aren't even happening to me, and everybody's got shit in their life. Yeah, we do. That's why we're drinking Swedish Fish Vodka. I'm going to get a beer and have a smoke. <laughs> we'll be back in a couple minutes, guys. All right, after a short break, I had to finish my Kool-Aid and grab a cold beer. Um, yeah, anyway, we're back, and I guess today's topic was family it's counseling. Family counseling. Oh, for joy, for joy. Well, no... Have you read this pamphlet? As I always tell you, most of that shit I just took off the racks and... Pre I well, you said the key word because it is some bullshit. I told you. This is, this is such utter nonsense that I... Okay, let's just start. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. I have to tell the listeners... Um, because of who I was married to and his dad's an elder and other... And people I used to hang out with, I somehow got a, a copy. This is... This is you'll the counselors and you would have the same books. Okay. But the one that you're holding on the inside cover is printed to the counselors. Oh, so not everyone had this copy. Right. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes a lot of sense because this bullshit right in the front here. Okay. So this is in the counseling handbook. Yes. I, I use that term loosely. 26 pages of bullshit. Exactly. It says... I urge all counselors to read and even study this more than one time. Are you kidding me? Well, exactly. Are they have to know me? they have to know how to handle what you're throwing at them. So, so they, but 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 this is all they need. They don't need it. They need to read this twice and then they're okay to counsel. Well, yeah. Oh god, this is going to be a long one here because I'm telling you what. Oh my god. Okay. So then it says our job as counselors is to find where each person is going contrary to the law and show this to him. We are then to encourage him in a manner to get him to understand how repenting and turning to God's law would not only solve the current problem, but keep worse ones from arising. So it has nothing to do with what's actually going on. It's just feed this bullshit to them. Well, yeah, you have to do it this way because that's what the Old Testament says. Okay. So it basically, they're basically not listening to what the problem is. They're just, they're just going to spew the same stuff to every person, right? Exactly. Um, especially like say your husband isn't giving you enough money for food. Okay. And you know for a fact that he buys his lunch every day at work. Okay. And you go to your counselors and you're like, look, I've got three kids to feed. He gives me X amount of dollars and I, just, I don't think it's enough. And look, he's being selfish and he's spending $5 a day, five days, six days a week 
where he could be, you know, taking his lunch in. Right. I was going to say, so like a normal educated therapist, counselor, or just anyone with like half a brain would be like, okay, you know what? Maybe you need to reel in some of the money from that. Or, you know, you know, eat out once a week and then we right, have $25 I mean, but, more. Right. But a lot of that money that you're spending every day could go towards the family. I mean, that is a no brainer. Right. But guess what? Oh, geez. What? He's the head in what he says goes. And maybe you should, you know, buy more rice and your kids don't need those fruit snacks. I mean, how dare you? How dare you question him wanting a hot freaking lunch every day? How about he takes something in a thermos? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm telling you how How about I was... a microwave? How's that sound? Well, what... Take some leftovers. Well, what if he's working out in the orchard? There's no microwave in the orchard. Then he can haul his ass into a building and warm up that There's n No, there's no buildings really out on certain parts of the farms. Well, then where the hell is he getting his hot lunch? I, I guess he's... Duh. Riding to the store? Well, then he can ride his ass to a microwave and heat up some leftovers. I, I well, he's the man. He doesn't have to do that. Oh, my God. Okay, you know what? Let's move on here. <laughs> Okie doke. Oh, my God. So then it says here, professional and non-professional. Now, I find those words very troublesome. I've read. never read this. Well, so. but the fact that professional and non-professional is in a counseling book, I have a problem with. Why? Because the word non-professional should not be there. Okay. That's, Just saying. That's something you have to go to school for, right? Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Hey, there Laura, was... read this through twice and you'll be a certified <laughs> counselor. Because you know what? When I go to see my therapist, which, hey, I have the best therapist in the world. Just saying. You go into the office, and it's really weird that the sign that's on the door with all of the therapists has all these letters after their names for all these degrees that they have. Because I'm assuming they went to school they for this. They did. They went to school and got degrees. Now, you know what? I bet you many thousands of dollars in tuition ago, I bet you they would have really loved to have known that this 26-page pamphlet was around. and all they had, Read that's it. all you need. Read it through twice, and you could probably... Frame the pamphlet. Uh, there's your credentials. You know what? I might take this to my therapist and see what she has to say. <laughs> I would love to hear what oh your therapist God. has to you say about this. I just might have to. I may have to take this to her because I'll tell you what, she'll get a kick out of it. Could I legally like maybe sue this these people because you know they unprofessionally counseled me? Unbelievable. Because now here's what it says. It says, What makes a person an efficient counselor? Um, I don't know. Let's start with a degree. Maybe. Okay. Let's just start there. But it goes on to say about degrees, one cannot afford to spend years in a laboratory perfecting his understanding of others to sometimes act on the basis of theories. But should we in counseling, but, but should we counsel on theories? Counsel must always be based on scriptural facts. So it has nothing to do with being educated. No, yes. no. Here, Laura. Literally. And wait, and why are they in a lab? Because science is evil. But it says spend years in a lab. I really don't think any therapists are in a damn lab. Well, they don't know what they're really talking about. I mean, they're making it sound good in their propaganda. But be, there, there's the reasoning here, Laura. You can beat your slave, and your wife is your slave. And you can beat her... <sighs> And she doesn't get up for two days. On um, the end of the second yeah, day, you, she gets you, up. You and talked about this before, and that is such such a crock of shit. But yet they can go to a counselor, right? And she can say that like 
this guy beat my the husband's hell out of me. beating me. Right. Well, maybe you should be more submissive. Let's see. Well, maybe you need to shut the hell up. Well, that's the counseling you get. What What are you doing wrong? Are you being unsubmissive? Are you being ungrateful? What oh, he has given you? Oh my god. Uh, are you not following his directions? Did you deny him relations? I. Your husband can beat you for anything. Now, of course, mine didn't get physical with me until divorce papers arrived. Okay. Um, and that's just something I don't want to get into right now. But that was the only time mine ever got physical with me. He got even in other ways. Gotcha. Well, I'm sure they were, I mean, just shitty in a different way. Yeah. Every, every woman, I, I lived in a gilded cage. I, Kenny made a lot of money. We had a swimming pool. My boys had the tree house. We had $20,000 in, you know, nitrogen packed food storage, 3,000 tampons. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously. <laughs> Ketchup I, packets, mustard packets. Well, the point is, is I, he would bring the paycheck home and we had a joint banking account. Okay. And I was really never restricted until the end when the men were told to take control of the finances. Okay. Um, that probably happened maybe six months before I left. That's when I really started thinking, I need to get the hell out of here. And it was, you know, some of the last straws that they, they're taking everything away from the women. And now I forget where I was going with this. Well, did you guys ever go to counseling? Oh, Yeah. And the last time my counselors came to my house because I filed Wait, for counselors, divorce. there's more than one? Everybody's assigned two. They work in pairs. Oh, for God's sake. Why? I guess so. So if, so if one forgets what bullshit they're spewing, the other one can pick up the slack? I guess so. And it's two against one. Oh, for God's sake. But it was funny because they brought over a six pack of beer. <laughs> It was right up your alley. Well, I, I didn't even have one. They were that they thought they were so cool. They came in and they came in and okay, I need to stop for a moment. Because you just spilled your beer. I did because I don't usually drink it this hour. Oh, it's going in my pants. Okay, we're back. Are your pants dry? No, my <laughs> ass is soaked. Um I, I, I it's not early in the day. It's four o'clock, but still I don't usually have a beer until after five. And it's sitting on my clipboard and I got all excited or something. I don't even remember what we're talking about. Oh my god. All I remember is you just saying like your it's spilled all over your pants. It spilled everywhere. Oh my god. Oh you were I know. You were talking about your counselors came in and brought beer. And you oh, didn't I, get any. Yeah, that's what it was. I started to get animated. And like that, now? <laughs> I'm holding on to it now. <laughs> anyway, they brought in a six pack and they okay. when they set it on the table, they each opened one and sat down. And they had a pack of all natural cigarettes that, you know, they were, I guess, trying to be cool, my buddies. I thought you weren't allowed to smoke. You could in your own house. You just could. So, wait, therapy or counseling was at your house, or yeah, they they came to my house that day. Oh, okay. I guess they were trying to talk me into going back. Okay. Like that's gonna happen over a six pack. Now, did counseling usually happen with one person, or like the husband and the wife together, or did it vary? Or like, it depends the on the problem. Okay. You could do. So the problem is like your husband, the husband's beating the wife. How's that go? I would go to my counselors and say, this is what's happening. But they would turn around and say, did you get up? I, you know, so. Well, obviously I got up. I'm here. Right. So he did nothing wrong. You need to be more righteous. I'm sorry. How did you just not want to smack them? 
Oh, trust me, there were times that inside, mentally, I was punching them in the face until it was nothing but pulp. I don't even know what to say because that's just so infuriating. Yeah. And how did these how did these women even say that with a straight face? Like how do they even believe the bullshit that they're spewing? I don't even know if they believe it, but that's what they're expected to spew. Now, okay, like if me and my husband were having a problem, we could go to one elder and his wife that's cuz we would have the same set of counselors. Okay. Um we had the I had the wives, he had the husbands. If we were having a family problem, it, we could pick either one of the elders and the wife. And if it had to do with purity, you know, of course, because women are unclean. Right. We bleed and stuff. If we had questions about that or sex, um, the, me and the elder's wife would go into one room and the elder and my husband would be in the other room. Okay. Now... If I had a question, I would have to ask the elder's wife. Then she would go out and talk to her husband, who would then turn around and give her the answer to turn around and give me the answer. So, like, it wasn't, like, a one-on-one. It was, like, like the, what's that game? Like Telephone. Telephone, yeah. So it was, like, like that. Like, she'll tell this person, he'll tell this person, he'll, and then it finally gets to you? Yes. When I was over the playground, because I was the playground police. Okay. The playground was getting really dilapidated because they built it wrong and they built it out of wood for the most part. Okay. And I really, I did what I could do because I'm handy with tools and stuff. But I, there were some things I needed a man to come and physically do and replace. There was a four by four that needed replaced and I couldn't do it. Okay. And none of the men would talk to me because why the, the Sabbath before that was when I you had to have permission from your head okay. to talk to anybody else. Oh, my God. So I'm walking around, and I know the guys that are on the work crews, and I'm like, hey, so-and-so. And they would not make eye contact with you. They'd turn and walk the other way. So I finally went up to my one friend, and I'm frustrated as all get out. And it, as it turned out, she was appointed... And her husband, who he was just a deacon. But for this instance, I had to tell her what I needed or needed done. Okay. She had to go and tell her husband what I needed or needed done. Then he had to go and talk to the work crews to tell them what I needed or I needed done. And let me tell you how frustrating... Sounds sounds efficient. It's very frustrating to try and get anything done or done the way you want it because you're working through three different people at this point. And anyway, back to counseling. Oh my God. Okay. Well, this is, I have this circled in here with a big WTF by it. Okay. So this should be good. Okay. It says there is a major difference between the professional psychologist or counselor in the world and the counselor in God's house. You don't say. Right. Cause all you gotta do is read the pamphlet twice. God. The counselor in God's house must apply his observation and counsel directly and completely in line with God's law. Yes. The professional psychologist or counselor in the world does not follow this obligation because they have not been taught God's law. No, they're pagan. But they've been taught psychology and they have degrees. But they're pagan. Oh my God. And they're trying to lead you astray. Okay. The whole world's pagan, I'm telling you. But yeah, you said that, but... uh, it's, it's disguised oh. as righteousness. Yes. 
So what what bull crap are you reading? I, I find it I'm, funny that you underline all this stuff, and you've read more cult crap than I've I have. Underlined, had. and I've written WTF next to more things. Here is just there's one. Let me where's that? Let me Come on, we're on page one. two. We don't no, have all day. Page, we're on page four. We're on page four. Oh my god! So now they're talking about carnal nature. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, remember, the carnal nature was given to us so we could see the results of what choosing sin brings and therefore desire to never partake of this way, but instead choose to become sons of God. Instead what of, the hell does that mean? Well, it means you're not a sister of Satan. Oh my God. Okay. You you have to do what they say and... I don't, I, I've never read this book, so keep going. Oh, it, it's, it's full of some good stuff. It is full of good stuff. Um, let's see here. Um, the counselor may sometimes hold the unstated assumption that he or she is somehow different from the person being counseled, guided, or comforted. But neither is exempt from possessing this carnal nature, but both are given the opportunity to overcome. Uh, what? I don't even understand what that means. I don't either. I don't either. What does that mean? You were the one there. I, I, like I said, I tune that crap out. Oh my God. I have no idea what any of that bullshit means. Look, I only know the Bible forwards and backwards because I was forced to sit there through 10 years of sermons. Oh my God. And not only 10 years of sermons, every time you go to the feast, there's service. You have a service. You have, okay. And then you have classes and... You had to participate. I mean, like, you had to actually flip, you know, to First John or right. Revelation or whatever. Oh, my God. But, okay. the, but the pamphlets, they were never, that, that was never a class thing. It was. Oh, it should have been because these are great. Okay. These are great. Now it says, one can deduce that the science of psychology or one carrying the professional status in the world flourished with man-made impositions is not without its blunders. Well, that's saying that, that you have no idea what you're talking about as a psychologist in the world. And they do. They know what they're talking about. Not okay. according to the cult. Okay. No, that's what I meant. The cult does. The cult knows what they're talking about. Right. But the professional psychologist does not. Correct. That's why they're telling you you okay. shouldn't be going to those kind gotcha. of people. Okay. Well, here's why. A perfect example is seen in today's world. A steady rising divorce rate a high percentage of suicides, and the making of professional law-breaking addicts all counseled by this world's wise men. Uh, what? I, I have no comment. So all of these problems that are going on, it sounds like they're blaming the counselor. Yes, because they're not doing it God's way. They're doing it their way because they're, they were told how to do it in school. In school, okay. Yes, they should have. They should be doing it God's way. Okay, so if they're not doing it God's way, then it's just not... Exactly, it's not the right way. Okay. Now, this, this part I found really funny because they're talking about the importance of understanding communication and being clear and all that kind of stuff. And they have a typo. Always. <laughs> Remember, and Satan was a woman, um, Satan had a... Painted oh, tail. A painted tail, so yes. a pointed tail. But this, okay, this says, communication is enhanced when speakers can clearly articulate what they mean when listeners can understand and interpret accurately what they hear. Okay? Yeah. So after that, they say, a fool speaks everything on his men. Yes. And <laughs> they forgot the D. So, <coughs> I'm sorry, I just find it funny that they're talking about how you need to be succinct and you need to be clear, and they have a typo. Yes. Okay, 
Right. It sounds about right. It's par for those people. Yes. Okay. Um, effective listening is the ability to receive the message that the sender gives, which is kind of like speaks to everything on his min. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now they have questions to consider. I guess this is like an exam for the counselors, I guess, because you don't go to school. You don't have exams in school. You might as well have an exam here. I don't know. I've never read that book. Thank you. Again, you should, because it's some pretty good stuff. It creeps me out. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so it says, interaction with other people can be perilous, boring, and a tasking venture. What is your stress tolerance at the time? You know, if you're a professional, don't you, like, check that at the door? You're supposed to. Okay. Just ch just seeing. I really think I am going to take this to my therapist and see what she has to say, because she'll get a kick out of this. Oh, you can let her borrow it. Oh, I'm sure she can. Oh, I don't know if she'll want to borrow it, but yeah, we'll have a good time with this. All right. Um, let's see here. What's another one? Are you using psychobabble? Ambiguous statements one can read virtually any meaning into. Some examples are, you've got to be you because you're you. <laughs> psychobabble. <laughs> and get in touch with life. Oh, I don't even know what those are supposed I, to be. I, I, I don't even know what that means. I have no idea what any of that means. But there's like quizzes in here for the counselors. Because I, like I said, I guess because they didn't go to school. I don't know. I, I couldn't bring myself to read that. I really couldn't. Okay, let me look through here. Okay, now here's another good one. How familiar are you with the person's situation? Have you ever counseled similar situations before? If you haven't, can you apply empathy, the ability to place yourself in another person's place? Now, if you are a counselor, do you need the word empathy described? Apparently you do. Um, I mean, really? I'm sorry, but that, why is the definition in there? Because the wench I love to hate, she was one of my counselors. And <laughs> wait, wait, who? The wench you love to hate? The wench I love to hate. And she was just Who's that. I can't give her name. Well, you know what I mean. Like, like, what was her She deal? was one of the elders' wives, and okay. she just had to, I'm superior to everybody. I'm better than you. I have access to this and that, and I live on the property, and yeah, her shit didn't stink. <laughs> so, anyway, she ended up being a counselor. She was one of my last counselors. She's, she's one of the ones that showed up with the beer. Um, oh, okay. And a all natural pack of cigarettes, and they're trying to be cool, like with me. And she about choked her head off on the cigarettes because they don't smoke. And they noticed I didn't open a beer, and they said something about that. And I'm like, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. I won't have a beer until at least five, if not till after dinner. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, they left me four beers. All right, let's do a couple more here. This one says, why were you chosen to counsel this person? God chose you. You are just so smart. Oh, no, she counseled me because... <laughs> that, no, that's what it says. I know. It literally says in here that God chose you because you are just so smart. <laughs> yes. Without a degree. Exactly. You're so smart and you're qualified. Yes. And she had no empathy, and I, I ran through counseling. She didn't read the pamphlet. I Because don't, if she would have read it, she would know what empathy I is. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. So wait, how many times did you have counseling with her? Did you say that already? 
I just once. She was the last counselor I had. Okay. Because nobody else would put up with me. <laughs> so. Why did they like counselors are saying I, I can't deal with her? Well, I have attitude out, out there. Well, I, I know that, but I mean, were they able to say I can't deal with her anymore? You take care of her. Yeah. And they would, they would pass me around. <laughs> I would end up with different counselors. <laughs> what was the longest stint you had with one? Uh, probably a year. Okay. Sometimes it was as short as two or three episodes. It just <laughs> depended. Okay. And was there a particular reason why you needed a counselor? Because everybody had two just... counselors over them. Except... But I mean, like, even if you didn't have a problem, like, you had a counselor. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Like, now you go to therapy because you have a problem. No. That you're in the cult, Laura. You are assigned... You got a problem. If you go by yourself, okay. you're assigned to women, elders, wives that are over you. They okay. are your counselors. And one of those um, husbands will be the actual head over you until you get married or whatnot. Okay. Um, children have absolutely no rights. We're going to do a whole other show on ch- children. Okay. But... It's up to the parents on whether they beat them, whether they starve them, what they feed them, how they educate them. So it doesn't matter. Whatever the parent chooses to do with the child is okay. Yes. Until the child turns 13, that's when they can be married off. That's when, you know, stuff like that happens. So then even though you are over your 13-year-old, the 13-year-old can request counselors if she hates the parents or if he hates the parents. Okay. They can be assigned counselors, and then they go and do the family counseling thing. Which is, from what we're reading here, is a bunch of bullshit because they're no just going to say, you know, you need to obey your parents. Your parents are right. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. And now, did you guys ever go with, like, as a family unit? Um, like when I filed for divorce, I think we went... Once or twice. But see, like, they come to your house. It's not like you go to a building or something. Okay. They meet you, whoever they're counseling, they usually went to your house. But, I mean, did you have counseling with your kids, or was it just you and your ex? Or oh, the whole the family? Kids, the, kids like, were too, the, the kids were too small. They, oh, okay. They were sent to my friend's house. Oh, okay. To play for the afternoon and stuff, because they were only three and five. Okay. They had no rights to counselors. Come on. They had no rights from what you're telling me. They had no rights, period. Um, They had no rights, period. And actually, and I don't even know why I remember this, but a baby under one month old has no value. What? Biblically. A baby under one month old has no value. So when it's one month and one day, you're good. Then it has, I forget how many shekels it's worth or whatever. Well, you can sell your children into slavery. Well, okay, but say you're talking about, like you were saying, the boys are like cheap labor, right? Right. Well, wouldn't you assume, like, as soon as the kid is born, they're worth something? Even if they're less than a month. It's like, oh, yeah, hey, coming up in a couple years, we got some free labor. You would think so, but biblically, no. Yeah. I'm really trying to understand. I really I, am. The day you understand is the day you pack your bags and run, <laughs> run yeah. going, I'm coming, I'm coming, <laughs> I found the truth. I can see it now. I can just see it now. See what? Are you joining up with them? Oh, please. Yeah, I would love, but I, you know what? I would love to go in with this pamphlet and be like, what is this bullshit? Well, keep going. Oh my God. Okay. Let's see what else we have here. 
Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Oh, the inspired Holy Scriptures is the book of all knowledge. It gives much encouragement, comfort, guidance, and many examples of how the righteous people of old dealt with problems and made decisions. They obviously haven't read the Bible. Okay. I mean, well, it's full of genocide. It's full of murder. It's full well, of rape. Well, let's just go back to even when they're talking about like people were possessed. Nine chances out of ten, they had epilepsy, and that's why they were like probably convulsing. Probably. So there were just a lot. I mean, whether it's the Bible or even you know a couple thousand years ago, whatever, there were diseases that they didn't know about that they just made something up. Try and wrap your head around the fact that the people that wrote the Bible didn't know where the sun went at night. Okay? <laughs> and 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 they believed in talking snakes and burning bushes that talked and you know according to the Jehovah Witnesses Noah's three sons had magical sperm oh my that God. Did that did all of the nationalities and different ethnicities. And, I mean, I just can't believe some of the things that people believe. I mean, we were talking the other day about the Mormons. And some guy, he, he started a religion on magic tablets that you could only see with magic seer stones that only... But that's, is that like the Mormons or yeah. something? Yeah. Okay. And Scientology was started by L. Ron Hubbard. Right, we talked about that last Screaming episode. Tomatoes, yes. Screaming Tomatoes. Screaming Tomatoes. He sent that to me. That was so funny. So, anything else left in this wonderful pamphlet? Um, there's one more. It says, what kind of qualifications do you have to effectively deal with a problem of others? None. Well, you read the, the book twice. Well, wait a minute. You obviously read it through once. Laura, read it through one more time and you will and be I'm a qualified. certified counselor. Hot damn. And when you go undercover, you should tell them that you're highly qualified. Because I read a, it twice. Yes, you're highly qualified to be a counselor now. Could you? I mean, I wouldn't even know what to do. I mean, it's such horseshit. Like, I wouldn't even know if, even if I were playing along with this, I wouldn't even know how to begin to counsel somebody. Okay, you're my counselor, Laura, and I just told you that my husband beats me daily because he finds it funny. Well, he's a sack of shit and you need to leave. You can't tell me that. That's what I would tell you, though. But you can't. But but I would. <laughs> you can't. See, that's why I would not be a good counselor. <clears throat> I don't think you would be a good fit there. I don't think I would either. I, I think you would not like it. <laughs> I, it, it's, it was truly a miserable experience in some aspects of it. So, yeah. Are we done with the... Are we, we done are, with we're this? We're done with the pamphlet, yeah. Are there any other stories about counseling that... Like, was ringing a bell for you here that you're, like, remembering? I, the, one of the last time, I, my sister-in-law at the time and a friend of mine, those two had paired up. And for whatever reason, they were both mad at me. And one owed me money. The other one owed me some stuff. And we had a counseling session with the three of us. And we all had different counselors, sets of counselors. So there's like six women oh counselors. And I was so pissed off when I left because Rachel borrowed money off of me. Okay. Okay. And in payment back to me because she can't actually pay me monetary. She was supposed to cut my hair so okay. many times. Well, the six women counselors were like, well, the deal is, is she doesn't have to pay you monetarily. She just has to give you haircuts. 
And I was like, seriously, would you let someone who's pissed off at you cut, cut your, your hair? hair? Right. And all I got was the eyeball roll and the shoulder shrug. Was she... Oh, never mind. I was just going to ask you, was they she licensed... They all hated me. I was just going to say, was she licensed to cut hair? But never mind. Of course she wasn't. I think she might have been. I don't honestly remember. I would bet she wasn't. I would place a bet Maybe she, she was just good at doing it. I don't remember. But all I kept thinking in my head was, you stupid people. Would you let somebody who is mad at you... No. ...cut your hair? No. You'd end up half bald. Or a big oops. Yeah, exactly. That's what you would end up with. Yeah. And they, they, well, that's the agreement. So if you don't want the haircuts, she gets to keep the money. And my sister-in-law owed me money for something. And she had some of my possessions. And I was asked, you know, when was the last time you were was at your sister-in-law's? And, of course, we had been arguing and not getting along for a really long time. And I was told that the statute of limitations, according to the Bible, or scripture book, was passed. I should have gone and asked for my possession sooner. It was considered abandoned. Oh, nice. Yeah. And where does it say that? I don't remember. They, I used to try and keep notes of all this stuff. And like I said, I'm surprised I have three boxes of stuff that survived. Um. Because along the way, I've lived so many places and moved, and I'd come across something, and i go, ooh, throw it in the fireplace. But the boxes of stuff that you have miraculously somehow survived with all of these pamphlets and photos. And, and this is some good stuff. Um, I'm glad it survived. I mean, everything <laughs> happens for a reason. This is some good stuff. Anything else in that damn book? No, I think we covered it all. I think that's pretty much it. So basically it comes down to read this 26-page pamphlet twice. Yes. And you're able to counsel. Yes, and Perfect. you can tell them anything you want, basically. So sorry, you lose. Right. Or I don't like you, so this is... Anyway, um, yeah, it was a bunch of bull crap for the most part. All right, Laura, well, I'm done talking about counseling because it really was a bunch of bullshit. Um, I think it's time to pick our next episode, I think. Okay, hang on here. Let me get the Kool-Aid pitcher. All right. The next episode is what? Okay. We are going to be talking about the dress code. Oh, nice. And how it pretty much changed over the years. Oh, nice. We'll be able to post a lot of pictures. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to go through my pictures and I'll see if I have it older pictures where it was different, where you could, and then you could wear Satan's sister clothes. Yes. Yes, you could. And then all the way down to the, what was it? The covering of the wrists and the ankles. Nobody, and all that. nobody ever saw grandma's wrists or ankles. Come on. Okay. Yes. And don't forget, you have to cover your face too. What? Oh yeah. No. They, they started, said, they started you were wearing. gone though, right? I, I was gone. Okay. Um, but just, here's a, here's a sneak peek, guys. The, the elders' wives would start doing things first. And, oh, and then you had to follow along? Well, it was kind of made into a normalcy. Like, you oh. have been seeing them wear nothing but things that button at the wrist for a few months. And those of us that had been there for eight years by then... Or nine years. You just knew you had to follow it. You knew that was coming. Now, when you started seeing them walking around with just a piece of black cloth that had um, elastic um, to the corners of it, so it just covered your face, and the elastic went around the back of your head, and it just covered you from your eyes down. They said it was to keep from spreading uncleanness. Like, oh, please. Because when you talk to people, spittle goes everywhere. Well, so then the guys should have to wear it. 
Um, it's not how it works, Laura. See, I would not be good. I would not be a good fit. I I honestly <laughs> knew that the veils were going to become mandatory. So, but you got out in time. I left before it became mandatory. Yeah. So, anyway, guys, it's been fun. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, um, if you're in a situation that you don't want to be in, we are still working on the um, website. Um, surprise, we even have a website because we don't really know what we're doing. But Tabrina does. So, thank you. Thank Keep you, Tabrina. Her a shout out. Yes. And we just haven't can't get to putting the information on there about trying to help people to get out. So please be patient with us with that. And don't forget to follow us on all the different ways that Laura says to you because I'm technologically <laughs> inept. I can't even remember what yep. we're all on. And on Facebook, guys, just if you want to talk about something, a comment, a question, you want to start a discussion, put it on Facebook and... Hell, we'll have yeah. fun with it. Yep. Exactly. exactly. I, I, I had a lot of fun with the one we discussed earlier. So, hey, guys, um, again, if you're someplace you're unsafe or you don't want to be, you know what you need to do? Get, Get the, the hell out. See you next time, right, guys. Bye. Oh, see you. It's listen, dum-dum. <laughs>